Hey folks, we're here on New Radio Media. This is Dylan Tanaka, Real Estate Realities. I'm here with my co-host, or I'm his co-host, uh, David Sobel. Right. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for joining Absolutely. us today. Absolutely. Boy, it's a hot one today, Dylan. And Ooh. we also have in the studio today Tiffany Turrentine, who is a uh, very active realtor. And uh, Tiffany, uh, thanks for coming and joining us today. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you guys for having me. Yeah, right. we're excited. It's um, unfortunately we're missing Nancy today. It's a little bit too hot outside. She she wanted to stay in the air conditioning. <laughs> and actually, nobody wants to leave their house and then come into this studio where it's usually boiling out. Right? <laughs> I actually brought Nancy's fan. If anybody can see, thanks, Nancy. I appreciate it. So, what's going on today, Dylan? What's uh, what's the good word? You know, I was just doing a little reading around, and um, I see that I'm not sure if they have it locked in or yet, but they're mm-hmm. talking about moving the Detroit Auto Show, you know, the, the biggest one, I guess, in the right. nation, right, to the summer months versus, um, what is it, in February or something yeah, like it's that? It's in January. It's January. So, yeah. so it's kind of crazy because, um, you know, we, were, we always joke around 10, 15 years ago, we were the bottom of the barrel. Everybody mm-hmm. wanted to make fun of us, you right. know, as far as Detroit goes, and right. now we're a destination, right. and... Um, I think it's very wise to have it in the summer because, you know, it's not exciting to come to Detroit in the middle of winter for folks who are from L.A. Or... There must be an industry reason why people do it because, you know, really, I think it's when, people, they, when they come out, people. you know, when the vehicles yeah, come out or something right. like that. So, so have two. Of course, yeah. right. So I think that's exciting. And we, we talked about all the foodies, and mm-hmm. uh, we're ranked really high yeah. as far as the the city proper goes. According to Red Book or something like sure, that. Sure, sure. <laughs> we're number four in the country. I we're mean, actually number five, I think, for vegan food. Is that so, right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Good. Yeah, good. Mm. It's good to know. I mean, Detroit's hot, right? You're selling real estate in Detroit, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. you're pretty busy. Yeah. What, what's the um, average range, like uh, price range for a home right now uh, in Detroit that you're dealing with? Uh, I would say average right now would be about a hundred, hundred twenty. What areas average. do you work in? Mainly for that price, you're looking at like your university district right, university area. District, right. Yeah, absolutely, and around there with yeah, like Bagley, different right. areas. You, you and I actually met on a deal. Uh, oh, yeah. Several months ago, yeah. like six months ago, yeah. on a deal in University University District. District it's yeah. a beautiful area. It is. There's it a is. lot of good areas that they're redeveloping and Definitely. stuff, right? Yep. But, uh, but you don't, you know, uh, we had a survey going, I think, uh, about a week ago dealing with, you know, do you prefer to work on the west side or the east side? What's easier? Um, who's easier? I mean, we, we don't get anybody in trouble, but <laughs> I can tell you I like, I actually like the east side. Even though I'm a West Sider, okay. I like I like um, I'm a big fan of Broad Brick branch, uh, ranch homes. Okay, uh, for investment purposes, I really like Broad Brick ranches. Sure, and um, there's a lot more of those on the East Side mm-hmm. than there are on the West Side. Depends, you know. So, it, but uh, what do you think? What do you, what do you like? For me, I like ready buyers best, right? Sure. <laughs> sure. Whether you're east, west, right. north, yeah, south, yeah. like, so you are you ready? Care, right? <laughs> Let's go. Um, but I think for me personally, right. because I think so much about my buyers, right. I like the east a lot because you get a better bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. That's True. what mm-hmm. I've, you know, found. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much the area. I just love homes. I love different yeah. houses, right. different variations. Right. So right. Most realtors do, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, do you like, you like working with tri-levels or? <laughs> you like work? I mean, what? What do you? What's your least favorite style home? How about that? How about a home with um, uh, clay pot foundations? Yeah, no. Dylan has one of those. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> That's well, an ongoing I'll, joke. I'll say my least favorite then is the bungalow. Um, really? Yeah, I know they're pretty popular. Right. Actually, there are a lot of them out there. A right. lot of people. Detroit. Like, yeah. Detroit. That, yeah. That, it's it's hot for right, it, but right. I don't. 
It was, it was it's just a lesser expensive construction <laughs> exactly. style. I mean, that's, that's where it comes from, the old World War II right. homes. Sure, well, yeah. that's a working class neighborhood. Sure. Yeah. I mean, which is what this whole city, yeah. this Listen, whole state they were, is Listen, they were $4,000 back right. in the, I yes. mean, when you look at those numbers, $2,000 from yeah. St. Clair Shores yeah. on 690, I know, I-696, all the way to 275, all yeah. those neighborhoods yeah. that were built by the World War II vets. Right, well, yeah. actually, it's so, you know, I like craftsman style homes. And sure. I spent a stint in Cleveland for a while, and. Uh, Sears Craftsman uh, kits mm-hmm. were really big. So on the east side of Cleveland, you get tons of those homes. Bungalows, really? Craftsman-style houses. Sure. I love those. Oh, yeah. they are. Yeah, I don't, they're I don't awesome. think you see that many in, on the east side, though. Not really. No. That's more like Ferndale, mm-hmm. Royal Oak. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ferndale for sure. But you, you're you're based where? You're you're really not on the east side. Right. Yeah, no, I live in Novi. My office is in Southfield. Okay. So I'm actually, you know, right, that you're way. all over. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because I, I was mainly like Oakland, kind of more so Selling West. And last year, mm. I ended up selling a house to a couple in Macomb County. Right. Beautiful, huge home. It went for about 385 right. I said, if this was in Farmington, this would have easily mm. been half a million. Sure. Right. So it right. just made me say, wow, and so I opened up a little more to the east side. Right, so that's right. probably why. I yeah. think usually west siders like myself and, and yourself uh, probably, they're surprised by – well, actually, get over uh, seventy five. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, there's a whole other world out there. <laughs> yeah, right? right. And it's pretty impressive. It there's is. a lot of great values it over is. there, right? Definitely. Dylan's smiling. You know, yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm, that's easy. Are a you an east yeah. yeah, you know what? Okay. I um I grew up in Macomb Township, so very boring. Oh. Um, no. there's, there's nothing worse than the farm fields. <laughs> right. You know, I left. Uh, I moved to Gross Point. Um, you know, years and years ago. Now I'm back in Macomb as I've, uh, you know, gotten married, had a kid, need the grandparents, and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. Uh, and back in the foreclosure days, I've been yeah. doing this since '03. We didn't have to go super wide, mm-hmm. so I spent a lot of time mostly in Macomb County because we made a ton of money down there, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of opportunity, which there was everywhere mm-hmm. during those days for investors like us. Mm-hmm. Okay, but now the market is back; it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I've, I mean, I've, I've gone as far as Flat Rock to pick, you know, to look at look at deals, oh. which for me is a long ride, mm-hmm. because back in the old days, I would look at about 25 to 50 homes a day, every right. single day, and I knew all the streets by heart, be it East Point, St. Clair Shores, I mean, of course, over in Royal Oak, and, you know, right. but to get past um, Telegraph, I didn't have to do that. Right. Now, I mean, I'm going to Brownstown on Monday. Sure. Right, you got to go where the money's right, at right now. Go. Yeah. You know, I mean, I practice law every day, but I like, that's my, I moonlight on my employer is oh. how I <laughs> so I like to get out and see the properties and yeah, see what's out there. Too. And there's some great deals out there still. There's it. still good deals. Yeah. You like working with, uh, okay, so you're like, I like ready money. I like ready buyers, right? <laughs> okay, that makes sense. But um, do you prefer to work with, um, you know, there, you know, a lot of people, we're, we deal with real estate investors mostly, but, okay. you know, we, we open our forum to everybody. We think everybody has an opportunity to learn on a show like this. But Correct. do you like to work with? Uh, real estate investors as opposed to let's say you know uh, direct buyers who are I, I would have users to say and users my favorite in the field is probably married couples with really? children so you can find those still right yes. they're still out there married couples oh they are they are <laughs> and they happen to find me I happen uh, to find them so I love it it's uh, a really fun really so fun experience there's a different them. type of sense of gratification absolutely isn't there, right? yeah investors I work with them I actually mm-hmm. just started in investments got uh-huh. my first property under oh, contract good for you. yeah good for you. I told you right. I'll be calling you for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some law stuff yeah right. but so. you should you should also talk to Dylan too I mean he's a seasoned investor so he nice. knows he knows all the tricks how, of the trade how did you find the deal Tiffany uh, MLS, and uh, I also okay. have, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's I, deals on the MLS. Yeah, you just have to be smart. you got to be a sniper exactly. and hunt it all day. Mm-hmm. I have friends who buy and sell like this on the MLS. Mm-hmm. I haven't bought a property off, off the MLS 
maybe since 14. Uh-huh. Part of it's because I'm lazy, too, but I, I deal directly <laughs> with homeowners typically. Right. Okay. But I just don't want to fight against you. Of course. And, right. and David and everybody else. Of course, right. of course. The good thing with this first deal was it was a friend of mine who listed it who's uh, already in real estate. Perfect. So he kind of sends me deals early, oh, sure. even though they're going on the MLS. It's kind of so. like Bird Dog. We were just, you know, Dylan had this event. In fact, we should mention sure. uh, it was a really good event. In part because I spoke at half of it, <laughs> but, but it was yeah. It was half genius, as yeah. they say. <laughs> great. No, it was really good. It was you a guys great, didn't great... invite me, but that's okay. well. You know what? You, uh, we'll tell we're you. Con- listen, you know we're connected on LinkedIn. We <laughs> right. just became friends on Facebook, <laughs> right? And I'm sure we're. Co- and we're now you're going to get every David. invite he sends <laughs> out. But um, it, it's, it's a really good uh, platform for new investors. There were oh, a lot great. of people there in a mm-hmm. big auditorium. Okay. It was a great uh, open uh, Q&A session. But one of the things that Dylan was talking about was bird dogging. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people want to know, how do you get into the business? Sure. And, and actually, it's a great segue uh, to what we were talking about, being entrepreneurial yes. in real estate. You may not have the money. You may not have uh, even a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But if you keep your eyes and ears open, you certainly can find a mentor or somebody who's going to work with you, right, Dylan? Sure. Who's a bird dog. That yeah, lady if, was, you know, that lady oh, the other night. Yeah, certainly. I mean, yeah. anyone who's out there that's listening, if if you have any questions, you can always get get in touch with me. You can get in touch with David. You know, you come out to the Ria of Macomb. Call me first. Right, call David <laughs> first. Um, you come out to the Ria of Macomb. You're, you're going to find a lot of great uh, uh, networking there. You're going to learn a lot. And there's a lot of different networking events within Metro mm-hmm. Detroit, not right. just our group right. also. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we had a lady... Um, Actually, you you know, Dylan's group has a lot more um, uh, attendance from people who are just starting to get into the real estate business. Oh, okay. And um, they're really they're really insightful. They got a lot of great questions. But the one thing they always say is or ask is, how do I get started? And one sure. of the things is, you just got to start. You do. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. just got to start. Listen, David's going like this to me. Hey, he's like, tell her to start. Just right. Tell just, her yeah, to start. that's right. Tell this one start. lady was like, so I told her, it's like she read Michael every Jordan. book, right? She Listen, said she had every, every it, uh, book in the it's, library. Yeah, that's what Nike says. You got to just do it. Now, yeah. you don't want to jump in head first and make right. a huge mistake especially as far as like the legal side goes like you said Correct. you want to talk to david about some of your stuff with this flipper you know your first rental but you have to be able to talk to people right. and uh you know you're younger than than we are so the new Am generation oh yeah you're not right. that much younger probably than 20 me. 30 you at least look 20 or 30 years younger than us but <laughs> we, we've been through a lot of battles um but you know the new generation they're this social media and uh, right. you know it's it they want to do everything through their phone. Mm-hmm. You've got to talk to people. Yeah. That's yeah. how you that's, that's how you do true. business. But yep. that's I noticed that about you. Like when we started working together, you are truly hands on. I mean, I've yes. dealt with you on a couple deals. In mm-hmm. fact, um, uh, recently uh, with, we yeah, I sent somebody problem. over to you who had, mm-hmm. had an issue with their house. Um, you're real hands on, and that's one of the reasons why you and I click too, yeah. because it is not uh, from afar. You know, you can't have a drone. Uh, sitting there doing all your work. You Correct. have got to be down in the Absolutely. field. Yep. Um, uh, in real estate investment, uh, investment, one of the things that people ask all the time is like, you know, should I go look at the home that I'm about to buy? And it's like, yeah. Right. Cause, Two times. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. There are people who, you know, if they're investing, they go, oh, I'll just make the offer. Well, no, you need to go through. Dylan had a, what was that one item that you said the other day about going, if you're going to get started, at least, at the very least, maybe a real estate uh, course, but also... Oh, yeah, the home, home inspection, inspection courses. It's a great idea. I, uh, I think you're very Listen unwise to not to understand yeah. how construction works uh, mm-hmm. because who, whomever you're going to, they may be an expert, but they might not have the time to, to give you that you really need to learn mm-hmm. uh, about just the physical aspects of real estate. And right. there are so many little – I screw up all the time, of course. You know, I've been right. doing this a long time, hundreds right. of deals. 
So you've got to know what you're looking at, and you don't have to be an expert in everything, but it's good to understand everything. Right. And um, you know, you can you can join all these different groups, and you can pay millions of dollars for coaching and all this crazy stuff, mm -hmm. but. When you actually learn what it takes, you know, to look at a property, it's going to put you ahead of everybody else, you know, mm -hmm. and help you, like I say, avoiding landmines, getting your legs blown off. Right. Better learn from somebody else. So you can go to the the different, um, I think it's Ashy and Nashy. you mm -hmm. got to look it up, but the different home inspector courses. So you can almost become a home inspector for a few hundred dollars mm -hmm. and just learn what they know. Not that wow. we want to be home inspectors, but Correct. we want to know what this little crack here means, yeah. you know, instead of having to call a guy for 300 bucks right. who's not going to show up. Yeah. He's too busy. These home inspectors are crazy. The market's crazy. We got to be able to do a lot of that on our own. Right. Okay. So let me ask you. So that was your first, you know, investment deal, right? Yeah. Did you feel different when you were doing it? In the sense that when you're selling a piece of property or listing a piece of property, well, you're the professional. But once you have to put yourself under that like microscope, almost, does it have a different feeling? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Because I said no. What was I going have through to your mind? The right? one uh -huh. to. Get the property, make sure it's inspected, uh -huh. make sure the contractors sure. are on top. Like, I'm putting it on the market. It's actually right. my money to lose. Right. The only thing I'm really losing uh -huh. dealing with a buyer or even a seller, I would say, is maybe my time. Right. But if I'm working with other buyers or sellers, I can kind of buy that back in a sense. Sure. But right. here, it's it's money, it's mm. stress level, it's right. stuff. Oh, yeah. So I did. It's a whole I different totally level. Right. Oh, absolutely. Right. It's the difference between being an employee and, mm. and being an owner. Sure. As entrepreneurs, we're, we're crazy, right? And we're yeah. all owners all the time. <laughs> right. We have 20 different businesses or ideas going Correct. all the time right. and if you just punched in it's like yeah, I did my job and make 50 grand a year right. there's nothing wrong exactly. with that nothing wrong but right. when it's all on your shoulders right. now you've really got to right. take the responsibility yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a difference in following the rules as the employee and then having to create them that's right plus be the because you're kind right. of the employee and the employer when oh, it's sure. your own thing because right. you know you have to pick up the ball if they fall like you say you may have a contractor that you thought was doing it right and then you get in, and it's like, what is this? Where mm -hmm. are you guys? So it's just, it is a, a totally different ball right. game. And I'm sure when you were signing the papers, it's a, that's when, you know, it's, I call it the day of recognition. Mm -hmm. When you sign that piece of paper and you're buying it and it's, mm -hmm. your, you know, you're investing your own money, it's a completely different oh ball game. Yeah. Yeah. I always say it's now what? Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Now what? Because hey, that minute this? when you sign, you know, you're in the big office, you're at the table, you're all excited, and then you're, who's cutting the grass? Right. Who's doing this? Who's right. doing you because, are. The tough thing about um, investment real estate, especially on the residential level, is there's it's I just call it it's it's horrible because there's all this stuff you have to worry about mm -hmm. and you don't think about it until you own it. You know, I mean, is, was the electricity on? Was was the the air on? Does it even work? Could, could you figure all this stuff out? I, I almost have an embarrassing story I'm going to share, but I had a property in Port Huron once, and I had it with a partner. This is when I was starting out, and uh, we get to the property. It was actually a commercial building, and nobody had cut the grass. And okay, this is the embarrassing part. I've never cut grass. <laughs> so, and there's a reason for it. Somebody was injured in my family really badly uh, oh, cutting the lawn uh, with a with a screwdriver. And so, so nobody in my like, family, nobody in this end. side of the family cuts the lawn, right? Wow. So, uh, we get up there, and we have uh, a decent uh, end user wanting to lease his property. Okay. And we're up like two hours beforehand. We're all excited. We get there, and the grass isn't cut. And they had never shown up. And I said to my partner, what do we do? And he says, well, in the back, there was a, a church there. And there was somebody cutting the lawn. So he says, well, go over there. We ran over and asked the guy if we could use his lawnmower. Now, we would have been smarter. We should have said, hey, would you, you cut the cut lawn? Right. <laughs> but for whatever reason, we didn't. Pony up an and, extra 20 right. each. I don't know why. And uh, I took the lawnmower. And all of a sudden, I had, it's like, now what, right? 
I had the lawnmower in my hands. I have never cut the lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there with this lawnmower, and I am scared to, sh- scared to hell, right? Whatever you're going to say. I was scared, you know what, because I had this story in my mind what? of what happened to somebody. Mm-hmm. And so the whole time I was just, you know, sweating. So, um, so how did like you now, do? I need to know how the it was it okay. <laughs> I just sat there like a robot and went back and forth, okay. but uh, uh, we ended up leasing the property. So okay, uh, that's awesome. Out. But that's the thing. Instead of being the employee, all of a sudden you're exactly. the owner. You have to take a different uh, level of responsibility. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a difference between being a broker and an owner. You know, you're a broker or your agent slash broker, whatever we are, doesn't matter. But it's like, come on, sign the papers. Let's go. Let's yep. get this commission going. We got to get on to the right, next one. Right. Now it's like, slow down a little bit. Let me read all these addendums exactly. and all this crazy. Right. Let me send right. it yeah. over to All of a Sobel. sudden, you're reading this stuff, right, Tiffany? I mean, oh, you weren't doing right. it before. Yes. I mean, I'm yes. sure you were. But right? no, I know what you mean. You're right. Re- it means something it. different. Yeah, you're like, what do you mean this roof's only seven right. years old? It looks a lot older right. than seven years old. Right. Are you telling the truth? Exactly. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. So, listen, um, I just want to share with you, you know, when you come back, we want to hear a little bit uh, when we come back because we're going to sign out and pay some bills here real quick. But uh, you wrote a book. We want to hear about that book. Okay. We want to hear about some uh, credit issues related to real estate. Okay. And, uh, Dylan, we're going to talk about some other. Uh, events coming up sure and um that's about it so uh, oh we have callers coming in uh calling yeah in. i think they're already on the line so oh, are they? when we come back we'll, yeah, we'll catch okay. a couple very good so this is dave sobel with dylan tanaka and tiffany t yeah. uh with real estate realities and uh new radio media and we'll be right back if you need a fingerprinting service a1 fingerprints is the place to go a1 fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers students law enforcement and more A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248 939-9999 for more information. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. 
Hey, folks, we're back on new radio media, uh, Real Estate Realities, Dylan Tanaka, David Sobel, and Tiffany Turrentine. And uh, Tiffany, you know what? Tell us a little bit about what you see going on in the market right now and, and where you're at. Well, currently, um, for sure, more people are trying to buy because it's a seller's market, mm-hmm. what people don't realize is it doesn't just mean on the buyer side. If it's a seller's market, that means that renters are going up higher as well. Sure, sure. And so there are a lot more people seeing that if I'm going to pay this for rent, I may as well do it in mortgage. And we right. also see that the rates will be rising soon, so mm-hmm. more people are jumping in trying to buy right now. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what I see. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot more people who are coming to me saying, hey, I do prefer to be a buyer, but got to get my credit fixed. And so that's kind of a lot of what I would say mm-hmm. I'm dealing with right now is more people are not trying to rent. They're you're trying pre- to you're buy. You're pretty so. active. Like You deal with uh, credit. I wouldn't call it credit repair, but it's really credit issues, right? You're correct. Okay. Absolutely. What do you see as the most common problem with people when they're trying to repair their credit? That they just, they're not educated. A lot of people don't know enough about their own credit. It's a little bit sad, you know, because I'll ask a person, well, what's your score? What's on there? And they're like, I think it's this or I think it's that. And mm-hmm. so I think that's the biggest thing is that people are just not uh, educated. We haven't been educated. You guys know how it is in the education system. We're not taught about credit. We're not taught about credit cards. Or We're personal not finance. About, yeah, right. personal finance. So people have just been living and they've been taking on their parents' habits. Sure. And then here we are. I'm an adult. I have children. I'm getting married and I need to buy a house. And it's like, oh, yeah, my credit, right. I got a couple credit cards but you know and so that's what i would say is the common theme amongst mm-hmm. people is that you, they just have to be educated on it and that, so that's, that's what a great I do. way you know that's a great way to look at it and like tiffany's talking about i mean that's what her clients not all of our clients but your clients yeah. need they want to be taught they don't they don't want to be preached to or you know yelled at and i think if you can teach them yep you know it's gonna it's gonna make you an expert in their eyes that they're always going to come to absolutely absolutely yeah i actually talked with the young lady the other day who that's one of her goals she's in college and she's like i want to buy a house i don't i don't even want to go into renting and she's like my mom was trying to help me like she told me to get a credit card that's what's going to help with my score mm-hmm. and i said well she was right but she just stopped there because the young mm-hmm. lady was like i ran it up and i was kind of paying it on and i said well right. that's the problem you sure. get the credit card but you're only supposed to use a certain utilization right, amount right. but your mom didn't know that so she right. could only teach you as far as she knew right. so instead of like you said beating people up mm-hmm. or making them feel bad i always bring my story in when i'm mm-hmm. talking to my right. clients because i started with the 528 i had a repossession mm-hmm. i closed the credit card because i wasn't educated either right but now i have a perfect credit picture so right. when they talk to me right. i kind of share my story to How let them know how long did that take you um, actually a little bit under a year. Really? That's a little strong. bit under a year, yeah. absolutely. But I was aggressive, I was serious, sure. I wasn't afraid to look at my debt. Right, right. <laughs> to yeah, fix you, it, you, so. you can't do the ostrich thing and uh, right. you know, David did loan servicing for many years mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of those sellers, I mean that's what happens. They right. they they bloop, put their head in the in the sand and then right. go, Oh my gosh, you're coming to take my house away tomorrow? Right. We won't tell the public that that's what I did for a long time. Oh, great. Okay. So, uh, you know, one thing I want to mention, too, uh, Emil Israelov, who is a uh, a huge contributor to the show with Lake Michigan Credit Union, he was on last week and he was talking about um, a lot of these, uh, I call them kids because they're, you know, under 30 years old. They Mm -hmm. don't want to rent. And at at four and a quarter or 4.5 or, oh, my gosh, 4.0, mortgage rates are so low that um, as long as these, all they need is... I think a 620 to be um, FHA. conventional, right? I don't know if that's conventional, but you know, I, you know what? I think uh, Sarah Markey will be calling in shortly too, yeah, and when she does, we can quickly yeah, ask her. We'll, we'll get yeah, we'll she's get a the, mortgage the actual deets yes. from her, as they yeah. say. But uh, it, it's still that that's awesome because I, I do high school mentoring. I'll I'll talk about nice. it at, at the end, and that's what I tell my guys. You know, I'm like, listen, I've got three rules. Number one. Mm. Oh. 
Oh, we'll we get to those rules later. Here yeah, we go. We have a I'm market say, update. Are we going to win? No, that's our that's our market update queue. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, they have traffic traffic helicopters. Nice. We have a market update helicopter. Thank you very much. <laughs> who, so who's on the who's Hello, this is the mortgage market update? All right, there you go. See, hey, Sarah. mortgage Marky. mortgage Marky. Sarah. You know, we were just talking about this. What is yeah. the what is the FHA minimum credit score for FHA? 580. Oh, 580. So what's 620? You you were right, Dylan. What was 620? Conventional. Oh, see? Okay, very good. So I have a question for you today, real real briefly, besides, you know, getting the update, uh, current events. What's the difference between a mortgage broker and a mortgage lender, Sarah? A lot of people want to know that. Yeah. Yeah. So a mortgage broker is going to be looking at several different mortgage lenders. Uh-huh. And perhaps even suggesting ones that they like to work with, or that they um, have a have a mutually beneficial relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, a mortgage lender is going to be an individual company, like Caliber or um, uh, Lick Trust Credit Union. Mm-hmm. So they they're kind of almost like a captive agent. Is that what it's kind of like somebody who's only going to provide? It's not one product because you're still very knowledgeable, of, of course, about all the lending products, but you're dealing with only uh, one, let's say, menu of products from one institution. Would that be accurate? Um, well, each, each lender, um, especially the direct lenders that have portfolio products, mm-hmm. are going to have all of the traditional products. Mm-hmm. Conventional, um, you know, government products, um, FHA, VA, mm-hmm. uh, USDA products, and then they're also going to have proprietary portfolio products, depending like, on uh, where they see their market niche. So, like a restoration, like we were, Emil was with us last week, and I, I know we had a lot of inquiries over the week, this past week, related to um, these restoration loans. What are those, Sarah? Okay, so um, there's there's two different types, but the basic premise is that a renovation loan or restoration loan mm-hmm. is going to let the borrower finance the cost of the renovations mm-hmm. into the loan itself, so that they don't have to come up with the money mm-hmm. after they excuse me after they've purchased the house. I know in our case, we bought a fixer upper and. Uh, you know, always intended to fix it up. And, you know, that kind of happens in bits and pieces. But, um, you know, a lot of people, especially in this market where, you know, it's a very tight market and the things that might still be available are things that still have the old shag carpet or, you know, the old, uh, what is it, harvest gold mm-hmm. appliances in the kitchen <laughs> or, you know, just need a general oh, update or maybe sure. even... I love the house, but I need another bathroom. Mm-hmm. Or wouldn't it be great to have a finished basement? So the premise is you're going to buy something that um, once the renovations are complete, an appraiser says um, the house is going to be worth, let's say, 120. Let's say you buy it for 80, mm-hmm. and the and you have an appraiser appraise it initially, and then you work your con- your plan out with your contractor. And the contractor says the work is going to cost forty thousand dollars. Then the appraiser has to agree that the home is going to appraise for one twenty before the work is begun. Okay. 
And you'll get the same appraiser doing the appraisal after the work is done as well. Sarah, what's the minimum credit score for that uh, remodel loan? 620. Oh, 620. Wow. Perfect. Very good. So are you saying thanks? And there's, there's, so, so let me just clarify. Sure. There are two types of remodel slash renovation loans. So there's an FHA mm-hmm. product, which is called a 203K. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then so there's a right. conventional okay. product. Mm-hmm which is called Homestyle. Oh, okay. You never heard of that one? Mm-hmm. Okay, Homestyle. So, Sarah, how do people get in touch with you uh, if they want to learn a little bit more information uh, related to these type of loans? Where do they reach you at? Yeah, super easy. Um, I'm going to give my cell. Um, okay. It's 313-671-0217. I typically take calls up until 9 p.m. If I'm not picking up, I'm probably asleep or in church um so you know i'll, I'll be available they can also go to my website okay. which is www.qualifywithsarah.com so, so thanks qualify Sarah. with sarah thank you so much thanks for all the information and um you'll join us next week okay oh you know one more thing one more thing i want to sure. say about the renovation loan sure it's not just on a purchase. You can do a renovation loan as a refinance as well. Very That's good. great to know. Yeah. Right. Okay, see, there you go. You learn something awesome. new every day, right? Yeah. yeah. Very good. Thanks, Sarah. Talk to you soon. Yeah, my pleasure. Take care. Okay, guys. Happy fourth. Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Stay bye. cool. Bye. So, see, there you go. So, even with homeowners, um, you know, who are already in the house and they can in this market, a lot of people aren't moving because there's right. no inventory. Mm-hmm. So they still have opportunity right. to change the change the house, right? Absolutely, yeah. What, what, have you ever seen a Harvest Gold or an Avocado Green? Uh, no, when she said Harvest Gold, my right. mind started racing. I'm like, what, what is that? I told you guys, yeah. Tiffany's young. She doesn't, <laughs> yeah. she doesn't know all this cool <laughs> stuff that's out. That's applies Listen, in the they, 70s and They 60s, retro right? some of that stuff out. Yeah. I, I, I have seen it yeah. here in Michigan. Yeah. Um, it was a house in Bloomfield or Birmingham, uh-huh. and uh, some really cool builder slash investor um, – the homeowner wanted it, and I th- they probably just took all the shells and made sure. it to today's convection right. oven or whatever the oh, heck I'm it sure is. Oh, I'm sure it was, like, uh, stylized, right? It was updated. They, I think they stole the panels and kind of oh. retroed them, you know, wow. so they all looked old. Do so you literally mean, like, a gold stole? Yeah. Like, gold. <laughs> you like... are really showing your age. But, <laughs> yes, it, yeah. It's, like, it's it's darker than, like, a pad. You know, it's, like, it's actually, like, puke yellow. It's um, it's ugly. It's ugly. It's Let's ugly. just call it okay, ugly. no, no, I think yeah. I have You've seen, seen it before. Right. Okay, oh, I'm yeah. sure you have. Because she said, like, Gold, you know, so I started thinking shiny gold. Right. So I'm like, what right. is that? Yes, yep, I've seen that. Kitchen. Oh, I've yeah, it's beautiful. That, yeah. Right. We still had those. I was a kid in uh, in the early 80s. I remember uh, the, the avocado and, uh, and the Harvest yeah, Gold. Harvest That's what gold it was called? And, uh, harvest, harvest Gold? Harvest Gold and uh, avocado green. Wow. And then in the 70s, they came out like with a white laminate with like uh, wood trim. Oh, sure. you probably still see. But I will, will ask you this. What color should a real estate investor use when they're remodeling a kitchen let's i know you're wholesaling a lot right now but when you were sure. remodeling so you know, um i homes. i specifically i i only use a kitchen company uh-huh. called detroit cabinet company you can uh-huh. go to their okay. website at detroitcabinetcompany.com they'll appreciate the plug yeah they will for sure <laughs> so um i've i've built you know as as big as or as as expensive as uh six hundred thousand dollar homes brand new homes in, in royal oak so i've done kitchens in eighty thousand dollar rentals and six hundred thousand dollar homes okay. and um Right now, white, white is just out of yeah. control. Yeah. You know what it is? Uh, women women always love white. Right. Women make all the decisions in life, even if we don't 
want to admit it as men. If if so, Laura we keep is them listening happy. to this, um, you know, give give Dylan a big kudos. There, right? <laughs> so listen, we'll uh, maybe we can pick back up on that, but I think yeah. we're going to go to uh, commercial. So okay. this is New Radio Media, Real Estate Realities, Dylan Tanaka, David Sobel, and Tiffany Turntine. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me. Just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Surfing the internet can be good for your brain, especially if you're getting up there in years. UCLA scientists say that the internet searching helps to stimulate your brain function by triggering centers in your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. In a study to be published in the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, the researchers say that using the internet to seek out new information might stimulate the brain enough to sustain brain health and your cognitive ability. Before the computer age, the one activity that was linked to an active mind was solving crossword puzzles. The fact that even simple tasks like searching the internet might enhance your brain circuitry suggests that our brains are really sensitive to mental exercise and actually continue to learn as we grow older. So using an internet search engine such as Google produces the same brain activities as reading, but it also increases activity in areas of your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. And we're back. This is David Sobel with Dylan Tanaka, Tiffany T, our guest today on uh, New Radio Media, Real Estate Realities. So uh, during the break, I was told we had somebody call in, uh, missed the helicopter intro, but apparently there's some uh, caller on the line. So, uh, caller, hi. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, this is David. How can we help you today? What's going on? Well, uh, we received the uh, acceptance on an offer for a house that uh, still has well and septic. Okay. Um, and on the acceptance page, it says the seller is not responsible for any deferred water assessment, and that I or the buyer is. So I'm I'm not sure quite what quite that means. Yeah, I um, that's interesting. I uh, didn't catch your name, caller. Where are you from, by the way? Stan from Seawang, the sugar beet capital of Michigan. Oh, okay. Very cool. See, we people, we have listeners and viewers all the way up there. How about that? Well, thanks for joining us. That's a good question. Um, Tiffany, you want to take, try and take that real quick? Or? He said it. Can you repeat your question? Go ahead. Stan, talking? can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Okay. Go, go um, we have an acceptance on an offer, um, okay. but the house still has well and, well and septic. And on the acceptance page, the seller states that they're not responsible for any deferred water assessment, and the buyer is. So I'm not sure what that May entails, I can, I can, what that means to me. If you want, I, I can just start with probably, uh, uh, first of all, if you have well and septic, why there'd be something on the acceptance page that says about a water assessment 
uh, is a little unusual because usually right. that's where you have city sewer mm-hmm. and city water. Mm-hmm. Um, so that right there, you know, I'd have to. I always tell people when they call and they ask those questions over the phone, I have to see the document. But um, it, it's a little peculiar, wouldn't you think, Tiffany? I mean, yeah. on a signature page that somebody's made the time to put that out there, right? That mm-hmm. the seller actually wrote something dealing with that. Is you know, was that in writing, uh, in in print, or was it in type, caller? It was in type, and then oh. that's what raised the red flag for me. Gotcha. So, I mean, just from a legal perspective, Dylan, I mean, you can chime in too. Sure. Uh, it seems like they're probably working with what we call a boilerplate contract or maybe the realtor, no disrespect to good realtors out there, uh, forgot to maybe uh, recycle the form because, uh, you know, if you have well and septic and you're about to buy it, there shouldn't be anything related to assessments. But here's what I would suggest. Because it's out there, and I wouldn't take anybody's word for it. It's just I'm that cynical. I would go trust down but to, verify. Right, trust but verify. I wouldn't even listen to your realtor or the seller. No. Go down to the municipality and find out mm-hmm. if there are any uh, water assessments assessed to this property. It could Very be something easy unusual. To do. They may still, even though you're on wall and septic, maybe the street has, and this is very possible, maybe the street has um, a sewer going through. Sure. It. So they never tapped in. There can yeah. be county issues that, right. that we don't know about. Yeah. Right. That's what it's, I was going to say. Really check easy. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you got to sure. make phone calls. Right. Yeah. When I buy properties, I have my assistant call the municipalities, even though the title company does, who I trust a lot. Right. But I trust myself a little right. bit more. Yeah. Because you don't even know. For somebody to take that time, you have no idea what that assessment could be. They it, could be pulling up the sewer uh Old sewer grades. Yeah, it's, putting it's new probably sewer nothing. Lines but uh, yeah. I bought a house one time, and um, I bought it from a, a bank. It was a foreclosure, so you can't go back on them for right. anything. Right. And we had to connect to the sewer, which was fifteen thousand right. dollars that we found out afterwards right. to get your certificate of occupancy. Sure. And they looked at oh, me and wow. laughed. Right. Right. And if I pulled that on a, on a seller, oh, you'd be there, sued. There'd be some type of liability, right. even if even if I I dis, even if I had a hold harmless and you're buying right. it as is, mm-hmm. there's a good chance someone is going to at least file a suit. Yeah. I, yeah, I wouldn't say that it's a mistake um, outright right. because you do have to verify it. It's just sure. a little unusual. And if somebody took the time, I mean, I can't believe a – well, I can. Uh, somebody just ge- can. regenerated a document. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, you see everything. Every, that's, every day. That's why you have to work with really good realtors, Stan, and you have to have your paperwork regardless okay. yes. how many pages it is. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, of course, biased as an attorney, but, you know – don't nobody is licensed to practice law in the state of Michigan except licensed attorneys. Yeah, not not real estate brokers, right. not yeah. mortgage brokers. And nope. and and when they say, oh, ignore that, and this happens all the time. I mean, I, I, oh, I deal yeah. with this. You know, ignore that. Don't look at it, etc. You know, you're fine. Well, you want to. You want Why is that it there? Insurance. Right. It, correct. Strike it. That's, That's what fine. I was yeah. say, strike, yeah. strike. 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 Right. Strike. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the minute you find that the seller's upset about that, now you know you have an issue as yeah. well. Bam. Right. right. There's something there if right. they said it. <laughs> How did that help you, Stan? Yeah, it sure does. Okay. It sure does. Well, it, good luck. Confirm my suspicions, yeah. Right. Good luck. And the other thing I would just suggest if you're, um, I mean, my two cents, if you've got a septic system, uh, make sure, of course, that it's been inspected and have the seller mm-hmm. pump it out before you move in. All right? Yeah. All right. Good luck great. to you, Stan. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. That was a good question. Yeah, that was great. Good question. So what uh, What about have, uh, yeah. Tiffany's book? 
We oh. forgot to ask her about that. Well, you're right. Tiffany, you have this, like, we're talking about time. And right, time right. Like so you wrote a book, right? What, yeah, I Tell did. us about your book. What's yeah. it about? Yeah, so my book is called Time Management in Minutes. Mm. Um, how, and, how do people find it? Tell us right away. Yeah. It's on Amazon, so you can literally go and look it wow. up, Time Management in Minutes, mm. or awesome. my name, Tiffany Turrentine, and it's right there. Uh-huh. I put it in an ebook because I figure it's 2018, technology, mm. most people like you know, yeah, save time. Exactly. Sure. Right. Get it right on Amazon, right. Kindle. But right. I did print some hard copies because I do still have people that are like, I want to hold the book. Oh, so yeah. I do have hard Old's copies good. as well. Yeah, but Old's it's right old. there on Amazon. Okay. So what, right what's on a, Amazon give us a couple. It. What's your What's your top favorite tip? No, actually, give us number eight on the tips. Uh, I'm just kidding. Number eight? <laughs> David's got the book on his lap right now. <laughs> so what, what, is, what is like one of your top tips for saving time? What do you think? That really the the best thing is that we have 24, everyone has 24 hours in a day. So right. if some people can get it done, everybody can get it done. Sure. It's, a, it's just a matter of you managing the time. It's mm-hmm. never that you don't have enough. Mm-hmm. You either aren't managing it properly or you're just trying to get too many things done mm-hmm. at one time. So I tell people instead of trying to do a maximum amount of things, mm-hmm. do minimum things in excellence. Sure. Some things you just have to cut out uh-huh. and it's just not time for it. Do you so. make a list or posting notes? Some people use calendar. What, or, or there oh apps? yeah, what do you for use? me. So I have the entire year. I know what my goals are. I know mm-hmm. what I need to do every single month, mm-hmm. down to the week, down mm-hmm. to the day. I'm literally a down to the hour type sure. person. So t- I know exactly blocking. what right. I'm doing yeah. all day today. Right. So what are you doing on July fourth? <laughs> on July fourth, I actually have a couple of appointments. <laughs> Good I'll for actually you. Be in the I love office. it. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that's why, listen, this is what we, we do. That's why we right. run it around. We will like movers and shakers in the real estate. Yeah. Listen, if if you're listening to the show and you want um, you know to speak with a real estate agent to represent you this young lady's going to be in the office working on the fourth I'm, I know she's going to have fun too yeah. but that says a lot because right. in real estate we have to work when other people aren't a lot of times right. it, it is kind of a retail business yeah. real and retail never like, sleeps no it's like 7 a.m. till midnight right. because we could have people from California moving to Detroit exactly which happens mm-hmm. or even Hawaii you know they're what are they five or six hours well, behind I, I had a client from Sri Lanka Sri Lanka, there you go. Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka. Right, right. And they called me, actually, and they didn't recognize the time zone when they called. But I have a lot of buyers from Israel who are buying packages here. And things happen, I don't know, all of a sudden at 3 in the morning I get an email. Oy vey. And they're they're demanding, they want an answer. Right. So they'll be like, listen, I have to get this done by a certain time. I usually get up at 4.30 or 5 anyways, which is fine for them. Right. But uh, I don't know the time difference. But listen, like David said, real estate never sleeps. never sleeps. Neither does Tiffany when she's your real. Realtor. Correct. That's correct. I've had those midnight calls, those late night calls, yeah, people right. crying or asking questions, oh. or we haven't heard back, or this right. or that. I'm like, it's okay. I'm here, wiping my eyes. Like, I'm up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of crying, it just you know was talking to you before we even walked in today. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you handle a, a deal that falls through? <laughs> I you, really do cry you first. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> Especially I, because I, I, and this is, this may sound right. bad to people, yeah. but I do it with balance. I'm an emotional realtor in the sense that when I meet a client, we immediately click. And so I want the best for them, right. you know? It's super important. Right. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Yeah. And right. so when it falls through, I have to be, the first thing I don't think about is my commission. That's the immediate next thing. Sure, <laughs> sure. But the first thing I think about really is having to call them and say, hey, something hit with your credit. Or right. even them saying, oh man, we didn't get the gift that we thought, or a 401k. Right. You 
you know, it couldn't it come through or something like that. So I cry first, and then I think about my commission, and I'm like, oh, that would have been great, you know. But then I, I figure out what we're gonna do next. Right. If it's right. oh, we gotta do some things on your credit. All right, we'll come back six months later. Right. I always have an action plan. I don't right. just kind of give up when you it know, falls through. It's really that's a, the sign of a good entrepreneur. I always call it stop, drop, and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never right. I never like uh, just as in both in law, like you know, in law there's winning and losing, and there's a lot of gray areas. But even when you lose, there's always an option. Let's right. say try and figure things out. And I don't really go to court that much, mm-hmm. uh, so things are settled most often. Yeah. But you have to stop, drop, and roll. So when you have bad news, instead of going, "Oh, it's bad news," and just completely wilt, mm-hmm. you say, "Oh, you, you lose a house, offer, or whatever." You say, "Okay, how can I make this work?" Exactly. Sure. Right? I'm going to read Tiffany's book and figure out how much time I got yeah, for that. Yeah. Or yeah, we the, call David Sobel, like on old, our deal. <laughs> right. Yeah, you <laughs> get it done. There's old wisdom from sales trainers and, and business people that um, when there is a customer service issue or where there's a problem, mm-hmm. that's another opportunity for you to take care of them because the some of the toughest, David can probably attest to this more than me, some of the toughest go-rounds you have in business, um, those can end up being you know, partnerships or, or people you do a lot of business with right. because mm-hmm. they see right. in the thing. It's so, it's so easy to just stand up there and, you know, knock down a dummy. But when that dummy's right. fighting back, right. yeah. now it shows that, that we are willing to fight and, right. and get through things. And that's right. why, you know, Absolutely. as entrepreneurs, we, hopefully we're all successful at this table because mm-hmm. we're willing to get up that eighth time when we get knocked uh, down the And seventh. I have to agree because that's exactly how David and our relationship happened. The, the, the other you yell side, at him? the seller, Sahu David? Yeah, she no, never I'm kidding. Not I'm at kidding. Because he, he was so excellent. And so but he was on the other side, right? And nobody's no, paying you. Me. Oh, he was? He was okay. with my well, buyer. No, yeah, the buyer called me. Gotcha. Yeah. And he was a realtor. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and the we seller were... side was, I mean, when I say they were trying to throw everything at us, but like David even was just answering to our callers, when you've got your paperwork, you've got your paper chill, we had everything we needed. It was, and so... it was definitely, you know, it was a boxing match. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to sound like immodest, but... That seller, I think I shared with you, like mm-hmm. three months later, we become very uh, decent friends. Sure, he called me on some other matters, and he did. Uh, he called me telling too. the world, but uh, he called you too, yep. right? Yep. And he's he's ended up being a really good seller. Our client uh, initially, the buyer, ended mm-hmm. up being very happy. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, and they were good people, and they, they were, were family, right? Yep, they were Not your family; people. they were just right. a family. Like yeah. you were saying, yeah. how good it makes you feel to sure. put yeah. a family mm-hmm. into a home. Yeah. And uh, but this seller ended up calling like three months later. He goes, "You don't know who I am. You mm-hmm. don't remember." Remember the deal, and and when he started telling me, I'm like, wow. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, he's calling a bitch. And he <laughs> wasn't. He was. He said, I got an issue, and, yep. and we've been working together since. And he's, it turns out to be a great guy. So yeah. he, you are working with him. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. See? Yeah. Great. Yeah. He called but, me on some other stuff. Right. Yeah. So but good we had people a recognize bad qualities. Realtor in the mix. Right. There's That's all, what it right. was. It, there's always something. Yeah. It might not be a bad realtor. Bad Do realtor. they have those? Oh. Yeah. There's like bad attorneys. Bad <laughs> yeah. They realtors, have bad everything. Right. You know how did we were talking about this at one point i think it was on thursday at dylan's event um how do you vet good people how do you find how do you how do you deal with good professionals how do you know oh man you Time sometimes will will definitely tell. I like that. If you know, because you can start off one way, mm. but do you stay that way? Because mm-hmm. like I said, you've been very consistent. What I saw on the first deal, I mm. can also see through your social media. I've been through your to your office. You're helping my next client. So sometimes times tells. Because you mm-hmm. know, people can always put on a face or a mask oh, sure. for what right. you know. 
money. When money gets involved, you Ooh. can really see. <laughs> yeah, the, the teeth I, come I out. I cry first, though. I like you. I, like, I cry yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, so. so definitely that. Sometimes time will tell. And mm. then, too, when money is involved, you can see people's mm. real character mm. and, and what matters. So oh, yeah. See if it's people, that matters more than you kind of being greedy. So sure. let's, I, you know what, your feedback has been great so far. We're going to go pay some more bills and um, then we'll, we'll come back. But you know, I, before we leave, I just want to, how do people reach you, Tiffany? Just real briefly, how do they get in touch with you? Definitely. Well, I'm on uh, LinkedIn uh-huh. as Tiffany Turrentine. Mm-hmm. I'm also on uh, Instagram and Facebook, same as Tiffany Turrentine. Uh-huh. Uh, my company is Luxury Living with Tiffany T, and that's on Instagram and Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, my, my business line, it's pretty open, uh, 313-739-5156. Uh, like I said, I love what I do. Mm-hmm. Text, email, phone, You call. need like You need a to-do <laughs> list just to keep track of all those contact oh, sure. oh, items. Oh, absolutely. Right. And I'm old school. My team talks about me because I still write in my binders. Mm-hmm. I've got that. I have mm-hmm. the Excel spreadsheets and the phone, but my phone died on me one time in mm-hmm. the middle of like a showing. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, no, I'm sticking to the paper. Wow. Right. What do you do then? <laughs> you cry. Yeah. You right. cry first. It should be a new book. Yes. Anyway, so listen, um, we're gonna we're gonna just pay some bills. Thank you very much. Uh, this is Dave Sobel with um, Dylan Tanaka, Tiffany T, and this is Real Estate Realities on New Radio Media. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. Simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. Hey folks, we're back on New Radio Media, Real Estate Realities. We've got Tiffany Turrentine with us, David Sobel, and humble old Dylan Tanaka. And uh, this is our last segment, so I want to just touch on something really briefly. Uh, a good friend of mine, my best friend growing up, his name is Don Bard. He's going through uh, 
He's going through a tough time right now. Uh, got diagnosed with a, a type of leukemia, but he's oh. beating it. He's doing awesome. I'm leaving the hospital today. Oh, so um, if anybody um, is interested in helping out at all, you can go to my Facebook page, Dylan Tanaka. There's a, a GoFundMe page on there. And um, even if it's not that, you know, uh, it's just good to be involved in, in different things like that. Um, so if, if you do have a chance, go to my Facebook page, check it out. Uh, and then signing off for me, um, Winning Futures is the uh, organization I've been dealing with, uh, been a part of for a decade now. So I mentor uh, high school seniors who are going on to the rest of their life, whether they're going into college, um, maybe into the military, Different uh, different schools that are out there. They're becoming plumbers and. Uh, I need a plumber. You know, I mean, really. I mean, it's awesome. You know what, what's happening now. So, if any of you are looking to get involved with uh, high school kids, m- boys and girls who are who are moving up forward, check out winningfutures.org. And uh, again, like I said, if you ever want to get a hold of me, I mean, you can just go to my Facebook page and find me too. But you can find us at Real Estate Realities and. Uh, that's that's pretty much all I have. Well, I'm sorry to learn about your friend. I'm, I'm glad he's, that he's, he's doing great. You know, that, uh, kind of a segue into what Nancy is very involved with. Nancy's not here today. She's a little under the weather, like I said earlier. Sure. But um, Nancy uh, is involved in a program that Proven Resource sponsors, uh, and we're part of. It's called the Game on Cancer, and that's a Henry Ford Health System uh, program that helps and provides non-medical support to uh, people who are, you know, dealing with cancer and treatment and so non-medical would really mean like if they don't have um we should never have people have to choose between groceries and going to chemo or if they need transportation to get to chemo or whatever their treatment is so it's all the non-medical in my office we help people um, deal with their mortgage companies uh and their banks uh their business owners that have you know become sick Mm -hmm. and we have to kind of do a forbearance uh, agreement between them and the bank. So that's kind of how we got into it, and it's a great program. We have a Facebook page. Uh, actually, they have a Facebook page, but if you go to provenresource.com, <clears throat> pardon me, we have a, uh, a site, uh, a website page dedicated to Game on Cancer. So that's Nancy's, uh, you know, pet project, but it's not more than a pet project. She She's a cancer survivor. Awesome. And, uh uh, she's also a good friend, and she also lent me her fan today. Thank you, Nancy. We appreciate <laughs> it. Um, you know, if we're doing events real briefly. Yeah. What do we have going on well, now? Well, right just now? real briefly, uh, for as, as you know, we're real proud at our company. Uh, we do this uh, remarkable newsletter. And, it's very uh, awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. And uh, we have a lot of effort uh, being expended by a lot of people who uh, generate this every month. It's called um, Anecdotes. It's You go online, provenresource.com, go to the newsletter site. We'll get you a print copy. You can also get an email copy. But I'll tell you, the print is pretty nice. And I see these now all over the city. Sometimes I, I actually was at Leo's Coney Island a couple of weeks ago, wow. and I saw my own newsletter there. But you know, it's full of information that doesn't even relate to real estate or finance. Mm-hmm. So a lot of just good topics. And um, what else going right, on? What, what do we got going on next week well, I'll on tell the you, show? Well, of course. You know, we have uh, hopefully Vinar A.R., who is a tax attorney, and he's mm-hmm. a friend, but Vinar... Uh, and I deal uh, quite a bit when it comes to real estate issues and tax issues with the IRS. So mm-hmm. they're like tax lien problems. In fact, sounds like the, fun. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a real joy. He's, but he's a real great guy. And uh, if he's watching today, uh, he will be here next week. And, and Vinar, you'll need to have a, a light shirt, perhaps a um, 
uh, tank top because it's so hot. In here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, Venari actually wrote this article in the middle here related to strong. Yeah, re- related to property taxes and also um, real estate tax liens, which as a realtor you would know uh, can really screw up a deal. Oh yes. So <laughs> if any of you uh, real estate professionals listening to this, if any of your clients uh, are finding themselves in a pickle, mm-hmm. make sure you you get them to tune in next week right. because Venari and, and David can. You know, have him even call in. Right. Hash out some of these issues. Right. He has, I mean, he's, all, I call him for a lot of IRS issues. Not my own, thank God. Right. But uh, <laughs> other clients. And, and so he'll be a good good uh, addition next week. So awesome. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to have him on. That'll be yeah. great. Yeah. Nice. What else is, what's yeah. going on in your world, Tiffany, next week? Uh, so uh, it starts obviously July. Right. Uh, I just hired an assistant at the beginning of June. Uh-huh. Congratulations. And so I, th- I thought that that would help my schedule to ease out, and I was so wrong. <laughs> it's picked up so much. She's got so many appointments on my book. And so I'm like, oh my God. So next week I have appointments. I'll be answering calls, which is good because right. we need business. So sure. Sure. that's pretty much what I'll be doing. Um, like I said, just got started in the investment. So we'll be closing on that Very soon. Cool. You'll and be painting. Rehab. Are you going to be yeah. doing that yourself? Oh, or? no. I don't even have the time for that right. you gotta schedule the time <laughs> exactly right. yes i have a contract manager and everything thank mm. god so i'll probably be contacting dylan sure yeah, david's already on the books so. right <laughs> so i just want to just we wish you much success absolutely you in, your, in your so new much. investment and uh, also we really want to thank you for joining us today are you yes. flipping it or right. keeping it flipping all right so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna right. find out from you whether you call in or come back in um right. in a few months right. okay we want all the exact numbers and we'll have Vinarin here to to go through oh yeah do you have a capital gains right. issue? Okay. No, but uh, yeah, no, we're excited to hear about it because okay. uh, success is what we're all about yeah. on this show. Yeah. Real briefly, just give you your phone number before we sign off the Please. air. Absolutely. 313-739-5156. Okay. And uh, this is Dave Sobel, and my, my email is uh, dsobel at provenresource, www.provenresource.com, 888-789-1715. Dylan, you want to take it from yeah, there? Yeah, you can you can catch me at dylantanaka.com. Um or uh, you can you can email me or text me at two four. I'm sorry, call me or text me at two four eight six eight six one eight one nine. And I think with that uh, we're ready to go. So right. Tiffany, thank you. David, thank you. Yeah. Happy Fourth of July Happy to Fourth everyone. Of July. New for radio media, me. real estate realities.